This is a Suno India production and you are listening to Climate Emergency. Sipping a glass of tea at a local shop in Pumpohar, I set off to Vanagiri, a small fishing village in the Nagapatnam district of Tamil Nadu. Selva Ganapati, who heads the community mobilization arm of MSSRF, told me interesting stories on turtle nesting in Vanagiri. I heard about many challenges these turtles face in the times where marine world and its resources are overexploited. Large number of fishermen go deep into the sea use destructive nets and practice trawling. All these have threatened the lives of turtles, which are actually the ocean cleaners. While I was at Pumbuhar, I saw large boulders on the coast. When I spoke to Selva Ganapati, he told me that five years ago, large boulders were placed on the seashore to prevent erosion in Pumbuhar. Since then, many turtles crashed into these boulders. This led to injury and even death of these turtles. Very soon, these turtles stopped coming to Pumpohar and shifted to a nearby village, Chinnamedal. In fact, I did not see any sand in Pumpohar. There was no space for the turtles to enter the land. Though these turtle stories are popular in Chennai, little did I know that these turtles came all the way to Vanagiri for nesting. In our conversation, Selva Ganapati told me about a fisherman, Kuttiyandi. Apparently, this fisherman has been into conservation of turtles from almost a decade, and he did it all by himself. How could a fisherman single-handedly conserve all the turtle eggs, safeguard them, and ranch them into sea? To meet Kuttiyandi and hear his story on how he has been conserving turtles, and why he is doing it. I headed to Vanagiri for my next story. Hello, I'm Sharda Balasubramanian and I'm here with the second story in the series, Tales from the Coast on Climate Change and Coastal Communities. Vanagiri, a little coastal village, is quaint. There were no alarming vehicle noises. I could literally count the number of people on the road to this village. The route from Pumbuha to Vanagiri was just one long winding road that straight led to the seashore. I could not see the beach from the shore. As I walked on the sand on the sunny afternoon, Selva Ganapati pointed out a board that was placed outside a small hut. It was a banner from the forest department. The message talked about how harming sea turtles was a criminal offence under the Wildlife Protection Act and what were the penalties if people did harm them. This small hut was built with coconut leaves, supported by wooden poles, just to keep the turtle eggs safe. There was a small uphill climb on the slippery sand and then I had to climb down to see the beach. There was no one on the coast, 
not even a fisherman in sight. I saw three little boys standing on a large stone bridge, trying their hands at fishing. The beach was spick and span. A few minutes later, I saw boats speeding to the shore. There were three of them. How they even moved their boats onto the shore surprised me. Usually I have seen people pulling the boats with a strong rope, dragging them to the shore. Instead, I saw a JCB dragging the boat onto the shore. Talk about change practices here. I spoke to a few fishermen who just returned after fishing. In their blue colored boats, there were many silver fishes. Some fishermen were pulling out fishes from the net and throwing them into the boat. I went around asking them if they saw any turtles or turtle eggs. None of them had seen the turtles. Maybe this week they will come, some fishermen told me. Some others told me that every year the time the turtles arrive has been extending. After collecting a few colorful seashells on this pristine beach, I took off in search of Kutiandi's house. As there were practically no people on the road, we could not even stop by and ask anyone if they knew where he lived. After a few rounds, we spotted a woman and she directed us to his home. The forest department's board on turtle conservation was right at the entrance of Kutiandi's house. It was just then I realized this man really had all the humanness inside him to protect these endangered turtles. As I stepped into his house, he welcomed me warmly. Did you see any turtle eggs today? I asked him. Oh yes, today I picked a couple of them, he said. And that was just the beginning of our conversation. In this story, people talk about the challenges that turtles face for survival. Also, you will hear how local communities and multiple stakeholders like the forest department and fisheries department have come together to conserve these vulnerable species. My initial talks on turtles started with Selva Ganapati. He has been watching these turtles closely from over decades. Selva Ganapati, please tell us about the turtles here and what is actually happening to them. How are they threatened by human activities? Today, there are restrictions in place in the village. All of deadly turtles eat jellyfish. Jellyfishes float along the waves of sea. When plastic floats on the ocean, turtles think they are jellyfish, eat them and die. There are many mortalities I have seen. I have many photos of turtles. When the death happens, the forest department investigates. When we did a post-mortem and cut them open, we found plastic inside them. If the ocean has to be clean and if fish population has to be maintained and increased, we need to protect the sea turtles. Turtles keep the ocean clean. Turtles carapace or the head gets hurt by the boat propellers. There are fishermen who do not use turtle excluder devices or TED. We have given training to them. When TEDs are used, turtles move away from the sides. We have told the boat owners that these turtles consume plastic. Then we went up to the panchayat and requested them to tell people not to carry water packets in plastic. Rather, we recommended them to carry a 20 litre cans into the sea. Also, people who consumed alcohol while at sea should not throw them into the sea. They should bring it back to the shore and dispose it off. Then there won't be a problem. 
the more we keep the oceans clean the more enriched we will be we need to protect marine life வேல்பிழி A scientist from MS Swaminathan Research Foundation speaks in details about this. Turtles on the nesting period uh, in the east coast of especially Bay of Bengal Pathondina January to March. Turtles nesting period in the east coast that is in the Bay of Bengal is from January to March. This is the peak season when they come to the shore. We should know about turtles and their behavior before we talk about what we do. Turtle is an endangered species. Day by day, due to different anthropogenic activities and climatic conditions, they are reducing. When it comes to anthropogenic reasons, fishermen have less awareness. They throw away the eggs if they are in the way without even knowing. Some people eat their eggs and it is all wasted. Some awareness had to be done about that. When it comes to the coastal infrastructure, boulders that are spread across the seashore are a threat to these turtles. They hit on these boulders and die. In fishing, trawling is a major problem. When people use trawlers, turtles come into the nets. Even then, fishermen release them because they believe turtles are bad omen. Only due to that fear they do it. I think our forefathers have told this for a reason. Maybe it was just another tool of conservation of these turtles. Engine propellers in the boat is another threat to these turtles. These turtles come up for breathing and when they do that they are caught in the engine propeller. We need to protect them as they come here. See idella anthropogenic activities nalla adu vandu iduvagudhu. So idu vandu namba vandu protect pannanum. Kuttiyandi, a fisherman from Vanagiri, has been into turtle conservation from 2009. His interest and knowledge goes back to the time when he was in Kodikarai for work. that was just the time when the wildlife protection act was enforced in india he along with some villagers went to nagapattinam worked there for 3 months and then returned to their village it was during this time kuttiyandi witnessed how turtle hatchlings were released into the sea and how their eggs were protected by the forest department those sights are still vivid in his memory in 2009 The forest department came looking for Kutiyandi in Vanagiri but he wasn't there the local collector was insistent that Kutiyandi should be given the task of conserving turtle eggs purely because he was someone who could be trusted for his work when Kutiyandi returned to the village the forest department approached him and engaged him in turtle conservation he was given a salary and was also given the freedom to enroll another person to assist him with his work he told the officials that he was a fisherman and he could not do this the forest department officials said that they believed he was the only person who could do this kuttiyandi talks about his journey and his bonding with the turtles in vanagiri அப்புறம் கடலாமியை வந்து வருதுன்னு சொன்னால் அந்த க கடலாமியை எடுத்து அந்த முட்டைகளை சேமித்து குஞ்சு பொறுக்கி வச்சு கொண்டு போய் கடலில் விடுவோம் 
When sea turtles come here, I collect their eggs and when they hatch, we let them into the sea. Some of them collide with catamaran or steamboat and die in one corner. We bury them and also keep the shore clean. Sometimes, also what happens is turtles are caught in the fishing net. They struggle for life and are stranded on the shore. We usually don't have anything with us to rescue them. We run around looking for bottles using a torchlight. Then slowly we cut the nets and rescue the turtles. For hours together, I have been in the sea rescuing the turtles, making them walk, run and survive. There are many times when I have done this. As a fisherman, he does notice a change on how activities in sea has increased over the years. He speaks more about these changes. Earlier, in deep sea, steamer boats would usually not go. Only large ship used to go, and turtles were hurt by that collision. I have seen this from my childhood. In the last three to four years, the turtle population has declined. We were told we have to maintain fish population in the sea. In 2009, when I joined the conservation efforts, we saw only three turtles in Vanagiri village. I saved 300 to 400 eggs and let them into the sea. After that, I have collected 5,000 to 6,000 eggs every year. I have single-handedly saved the eggs, protected the hatchlings and let them into the sea without the help or support of anyone. We were told that our livelihood would be better if we protected these turtles. We are not educated but know it from our experience. We have also seen it on television. In the last two or three years, many streamer boats have gone into the deep sea. Because of that, dolphins, turtles and big fishes are all hit. In the last 10 to 11 years, destruction has increased from whatever I have seen. In our traditions, turtles were worshipped and that was one way of ensuring we did not harm turtles in any way. Selva Ganapati talks about the perceptions and beliefs of our ancestors on these turtles. Sea turtles play a huge role in existence of fishes in the sea. In the past, if turtles were caught in the net, they were let out in the sea. Fishermen then visited the Perumal temple or the Vishnu temple and it a ghee-filled lamp. In essence, our ancestors looked at them as gods. And this is all there in traditional knowledge. The nesting behavior of these turtles is equally interesting and it also shows how intelligent these species are. Walking through the beach shore for many years looking for turtle eggs, Selvaganapati has closely watched how they nest and he shares that experience with us. These turtles come all the way from Odisha, crossing Andhra, there is Tamil Nadu. For these turtles, Tamil Nadu is mother's home. 
The turtles swim in high tide and come straight here. When they come to a point where sea water is even with the sand, they will climb slowly. From the shore, the turtle paddles its way through to the sand. There the turtle digs a hole. This is called poi kuli or false hole. The turtles will not lay eggs here. They will go further 1 meter and dig another hole. Here they will push the eggs with their legs in fast motion. And then a question arises. Why should fishermen conserve the turtles? The answer for which was lucid for the fishermen to understand. In a host of training programs, fishermen were told that the ocean was clean because the turtles cleaned them. And if the sea isn't clean, the fish wouldn't reproduce, which in turn would impact the livelihood of fishermen now and in the future. With increasing number of awareness and their involvement with turtle conservation, fishermen understood that yes, this was true. Veerpidi talks more about these campaigns and the measures taken to sensitize fishermen on turtles. In the area, we have to protect species. As the turtle population is declining, we brought in many awareness campaigns. This was done with the fisheries department and the government college students. Our focus was on youth groups because when we tell them, the message gets spread easily. This group of students collected eggs and handed them over to the forest department. When the eggs hatch out, sea ranching is done, which is letting the hatchlings into the sea. This activity is done with the forest department. In the Park Bay region, we are telling fishermen about the importance of turtle excluder devices. We tell them that they can fix this device on their own trawl net. If turtles are caught in the net, they can escape. TED was designed by a Central Institute for Fisheries Technology or CIFT. The fishermen gave feedback for this device that some modification would be good. Now CIFT is working on that modification. Designed by CFT, but uh, some modification on the Irundichina, you know, other than Allah, accompanying the fishermen's on the land, the modification on the CFT Panitra. This training was the need of the hour. With massive number of boats going into deep sea, more turtles crash into them and die. Also, fishermen themselves do not know what to do when they see a turtle caught in the net. Should they just throw them into the sea? Also, International regulations for export prohibit catching of vulnerable species and if that is done, they do not import from that country. Valeberry tells us more. One learning module on the development. We are developing a learning module in Tamil. If you accidentally see a turtle in the sea, how do you handle it? Sometimes they are caught in the troll net and people throw them away. That is not what they should do. The turtle has to be put to rest for some time. And then the condition of the turtle needs to be examined. We need to see if they are in an unconscious state. If they are in an unconscious state, after they gain consciousness, how do you let them into the sea? All this is shown diagrammatically to the fishermen. When we explain to them in detail, 
they listen because they're scared of encountering the turtles thinking that something bad might happen to them and when we tell them to do something they will do it also countries that export from us like the USA or Germany are particular that ATP species or endangered threatened and protected species are not caught they are very clear that if these species are caught their products should not be procured from that country our fishermen did not understand this earlier and even when they did understand they did not know what to do so we gave them that awareness fishermen did not know about the habit of these turtles so we talked to them about it there is a unique feature about turtles that is if a turtle hatches at pompohar they go into the sea after branching they go far away and we don't know where they go because we do not monitor them they may go to sri lanka or rameswaram or anywhere when that turtle grows up where does it come for breeding to the same place where they hatched so we tell fishermen the turtles come to the same place where they were born and when they come to the place where they born how can you destroy them there is this sentiment which is also new to them so we use this approach for awareness when turtle lays their eggs sometimes fishermen directly call the forest department we also did a campaign with students where we sent out notice distributions for this awareness we keep doing this regularly someone has to even overlook the activities happening in the sea and selva ganapati along with the communities just do that they walk along the sea every day sometimes an hour before the fishermen venture into the sea they watch what's happening they collect all the information here selva ganapati will talk more about this activity naan vandu the data collection la pannuvom data collection vandu 6 manikku poiduvom daily poiduvom We do data collection every day at 6 a.m. We look at how many boats have gone into the sea, how many of them are small boats or large boats, how many people in each boat, what species of fish are caught on that day, which places do these fish go to, what is the price of the fish catch. From 6 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. we do this. During the turtle breeding season, we talk to the local panchayat people and individuals on the need to protect sea turtles. we link people to the forest department as well we tell them that we need to collaborate and they agreed forest department mulima konja konja apdi panniterundanga avungala poi link panni sir msr appungala namba indala work panniterukom indha merala nadandhitirukku naangalum ungalku enna anga irundha collaboration namba pannalam abdingaravana seri okay nu sonnanga many rescues have happened on this shore selva ganapati recounts an episode on how they rescued a turtle that was trapped in a nylon wire ஒரு நாள் ஒரு நைட்டு ஒரு ஆமை வந்து என்ன பண்ணிச்சுன்னா இந்த கையில் பாதி நைலான் ஒன் ஏ வெரி ஏர்லி மார்னிங் எ டர்டில் வாஸ் ஸ்லோலி கம்மிங் அப் டு த ஷோர் த லெக் டோன் பை அ நைலான் வயர் த டர்டில் வாஸ் மூவிங் ஸ்லோலி அட் தட் டைம் வி ஆல்சோ ஹேட் சம் பீப்புள் ஃப்ரம் த மீடியா வி ஆல் ஸ்போக் இன் சிக்னல்ஸ் ஆஸ் டாக்கிங் வுட் டிஸ்டர்ப் த அனிமல் வி ஆல் காட் டுகெதர் அண்ட் லிஃப்டட் த டர்டில் த டர்டில்ஸ் நெக் வாஸ் ப்ரோக்கன் த டர்டில் குட் நாட் லிஃப்ட் இட்ஸ் நெக் வி டு நாட் ஈவன் ஹேவ் அ நைஃப் we were just there to take some photos on the sea shore there were some alcohol bottles we broke them and cut the nylon wire with the glass the turtle gave a heavy breather and then slowly lifted its neck we felt so happy we thought we could fix the legs but we could not we released the turtle 
the turtle then swam into the sea with just 3 feet eduthu utsu appra vandu indha seriya katta mudiyuma nu paathom mudiyala adhaavadhu adu paadi poichu appra eduthu utu uttona adu poichu moonu kaiyodeye poichu people like selva ganapathi and kutti aandi along with the local people have been tirelessly working for protecting these turtles selva ganapathi explains more on what they do during the turtle breeding season appo vandu indha muttaigal la vidiya kaalamura adu vandu naanga povom poi poi paakumbodhu indha track irukadha vechi dhaan povom anga vandu forest department on early mornings we walk along the track of the turtle searching for eggs the forest department is having a hatchery center in 10 villages including vedranyam and vanagiri we collect the eggs safely in the same position and we make a large hollow we also give a packaging to this for support we tag the eggs with numbers and dates we usually take 5600 eggs about 50% of them survive it takes 50 to 55 days for eggs to hatch if the temperature is warm we spray some water on the eggs we also place some palm leaves to keep them away from the heat else eggs will get burnt in the sea in the moonlight hearing the sound of the waves these turtles find their way to the sea we bring out the hatchlings in a tray the panchayat people and the forest department officials are all there when we release the hatchlings into the sea the fishermen traders women from self help groups companies individuals all are told about this we catch these hatchlings with cotton bags and don't use our hands today if people find eggs they inform us i do this for my own self satisfaction appo ore enga mutta dala sar enga anga oru mutta vandirukku meri anga irukku nu sonna odane poidum adula vandu adu adukkunu idu illa oru aathma thiruptikaga pandra vela the rising number of boats venturing into the sea poses greater threat for these turtles but can we control them there sure has to be some way kutti andi says what could be done kaala kadalla poi veeru pidikiravangala meenavurla poi namba thadapanna mudiyadhu periya meenigale vandu pidikiradhukkaga oru netu vandu thayarikkiraanga pora company veeravura poi thadapanna we cannot control deep sea fishermen they use nets to catch big fish from people who manufacture nets we can identify where the problem is at peak and then we need to intervene we cannot touch fishermen's livelihood it will become difficult then we should talk to these manufacturers through government only then there will be a middle ground if that can be done fishermen can live happily and fishes will also thrive now in the deep sea all the fishermen do not go if there are 500 people in the village only 200 will go to the deep sea 100 or 150 go as labor people use nets like rettamadi or surukuval net these will have an impact on fishes all these nets will reduce the population of fishes every net has a name to it if we reduce the use of such nets fishes will multiply appadi irundhuchina meen vala vandu kaala kadala meen vandu karayum varum meen valamum peruvum nirandramana oru idu vaippugalum the local villagers also search and collect eggs during the turtle breeding season this year people from chinnangudi and keedamookarai villages collected three sets of eggs then they came to vanagiri to hand them all to kuttiyandi kadala vitta meenu edhil ulaikka mudiyadhu kadala dhaan meenu ulukku sotthu 
For fishermen, there is no other livelihood than fishing. Sea is their wealth. When income reduces from fishing, the government should give them some alternative. If we reduce this, whatever is needed for their family should be given. If this is done, fish population can be increased. In the days to come, the fish population could reduce. And there will be days when our fisher folks would also forget the names of the fishes. One may ask, what have the fish population got to do with protecting the turtles? And why should fishermen involve in turtle conservation? Now, with heightened awareness and knowledge, the fisher folks understand that these turtles are actually connected to their livelihood, which is fishing. By keeping the ocean clean, Turtles help in maintaining and increasing fish population, which means it's actually contributing to their livelihood. And today, understanding this, fishermen are coming forward to conserve these turtles. Kuttiyandi talks more about the support from the local communities. <laughs> I talk to everyone about the turtle eggs. In my village, people help me. If I would have gone to one stretch of land, and if people find eggs in another stretch, they pick them and hand them over to me. I have great support from local people of my village. The effort with the local college youth also expanded the stakeholder community. Selva Ganapati explains more about this initiative. Yamma Swaminathan Arachi Nirunamum, Pumbuhar Kalluri, Manavar, Swalaji Department, Manavargal, Munra Mandu Manavargalum, MSSRF did a campaign for Olive Ridley Turtles for the Zoology Department final year students from Pumbuhar College. They walked from Palayar to Pumbuhar. Along the seashore, from early morning, we collected eggs and gave it to the forest department in Vanagiri. Two or three years back, we collected 2,000 eggs together. We have also worked with Karakal and Pondicherry Forest Department. We have given training to them on how to do this. And we did this out of our own interest. We released the turtle hatchlings with the forest department officials and the village panchayat people around us. It is like having them as a witness to the event. The forest department supported us in this initiative. From one single person Kuttiyandi and then Selva Ganapati, Today, MSSRF, along with communities, forest department, fisheries, local youth have all come together for active turtle conservation. They work as a unit for one purpose, conserving the turtles that come to their land. And with this, they have become torchbearers to what could be an effective conservation strategy. In the next episode, we head to Kadalur. Here, climate change has had its impacts with frequent cyclones. Though casuarina trees and cashew are among the two main crops grown here, the youth and farmers here have started cultivating the aromatic crop vetiver and are benefiting from this. This plant not just strengthens the buns, 
but also gives slope stabilization, cleans up toxic metals in the water and can absorb salinity. Where countries like Thailand and Philippines celebrate and talk about this beneficial plant, Tamil Nadu ignored this plant for a very long time, though it is believed to have originated here. In the past, Raja Raja Cholan, the Chola emperor, put up vetiver on the river banks to strengthen them. Today, almost 650 acres of land in Kadalur district is under vetiver plantation. People are making aroma oil out of this medicinal plant and this is in high demand. Also, this plant is significant in the times of changing climate. The plant cleans the land, water and soil. It also absorbs carbon. You will hear more from the farmers here and how they shifted to vetiver plantation in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Climate Emergency. If you like this episode and would like to support the work that we are doing, please contribute generously at sunoindia.in/support. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Podcast, Castbox or wherever you're listening to this podcast or you can go to our website sunoindia.in.